Hey everybody, this is Della Ren. You're listening to Spirituality Unpacked, the show where we understand ourselves and each other better by getting out of our heads and freeing ourselves to live lives we love. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well this fine Monday morning. Life is good, isn't it? Did you have a good weekend? I hope you did. So let's talk about hopelessness. And I sort of want to, I want to start from it, with it from a place of it being a loop, kind of a a repetitive cycle we go around in, because it gets to be that way. Hopelessness allows us to defend our problems because we decide that the thing that we want, we can't have. We decide it's hopeless, we're never going to get it, we can't do it, whatever it is. And it allows us to defend the problem with what we want. Right? Because the reason you feel hopeless is because there is a problem or maybe multiple problems in between where you are and the thing that you want to create. And so what you've done then is you've said, I can't deal with those obstacles. And so it creates a sense of hopelessness when you decide that you can't get over, by, around, through, or solve those obstacles in some way. But is that true? Because the idea that you can't deal with those problems and, and, and figure out ways around them or get, get by them or whatever it is, the idea that, that those problems are um, deal breakers isn't necessarily true. That part is a story. It's a story. And the hopelessness allows you to defend the story. The hopelessness says, I can't get by that. It is very likely that the solutions to your problems are outside of the box you currently find yourself in. They are outside of what we call the comfort zone. They are outside of what you are comfortable doing. That is very likely because the good stuff in our lives is usually outside of our comfort zones. It's usually beyond where we're comfortable. That is true. Our dreams are often very far outside of our comfort zones. But we have to be willing to go after them anyway. And we have to be willing to jump outside the box to do it. So the solution is probably available to you. It's just not comfortable for you to reach for right now because you have work to do. You have healing to do. You have stories you have to release. You have to start working towards it step by step by step by breaking down the current walls that you surround yourself in. The majority of us have a box or we've had a box around us. We have that zone we call comfortable. And even if that comfort zone, even if that box we hang out in is actually just filled with pain because the situation that we're in currently is miserable, it's still comfortable to you because the pain is known. And so you stay there. You're familiar with that level of pain and you understand it and you know what's going to happen before it happens in that scenario. And so you stay there. 
you're not sure what's outside of the box of pain that you find yourself in. And so you defend the problem and you give yourself a million reasons why you can't. A lot of those obstacles that you perceive to be there are just stories in your head. They aren't even real. But you've made them up to keep yourself where you are. All of this stuff comes with awareness. Once you understand that this is what the mind does, this is what humans do just generally to keep themselves comfortable, to make themselves feel better, to create some weird sense of stability, right? This is what people do. They want to feel safe. They want to feel secure in their environment. And so depending on your life experience, you can coop yourself up in a pretty tiny little cage and just stay there because you've decided that that's what's comfortable. Right? The size of your comfort zone is completely dependent on how much pain and trauma you've experienced in your life. It's entirely dependent on how much healing that you've done. Right? Some of us just do things. <laughs> we just do stuff. Why? Because we understand that the comfort zone that we create for ourselves isn't helpful sometimes. It's, it, it's a story that the mind makes up that prevents us from moving. So we get more willing to take leaps. We get more willing to do, do things. We, we worry less about what happens if we walk outside their comfort zone. We don't, we're, we're not bothered with it, right? And sometimes I call this like taking, taking a leap off the cliff, you know, jumping in the cold pool. All of those things are doing things that are outside of your comfort zone. Those references are references to doing things that are outside of your comfort zone, right? I, I just have this image of like Tweety Bird, right? From back back in the day right <laughs> you know and he's he's standing in the edge of his cage and he's looking down and the Sylvester's down there staring at him right wanting him for lunch it's that are you willing to fly are you willing to go and try it so the hopelessness is the emotion that may be at play. Under hopelessness, sometimes, is a sense of fear. When you get past the it's hopeless, which is basically the defeat of I can't, whether, whether that's true or whether somebody just told you that, there's that sense of I can't, so it's hopeless. But under that, there's fear. What's the fear? The fear is that it might not work out. The fear is what happens if. The fear is of that un the great void of the unknown. <laughs> we have no idea what's out there. And so we become afraid of it. And again, it's that, it's that story. I'm afraid to go in here because I don't know what's back there. I don't know what's there. What's hiding out there? What's, what monsters are going to get me out there? Right? It doesn't mean that there are monsters out there. 
It's just a story that you've made up. So hopelessness is a never-ending loop that can keep you very stuck if you don't get out of it. If you don't figure out that it's not hopeless. Right? So on the weekend I was talking about hopelessness from my own experience. Right? So for me hopelessness came about because I was trying and trying and trying in to create a business that would make money that was quote unquote successful and I kept failing. So the hopelessness came came about because it was this idea that I couldn't do it. No success, no success, no success, keep failing, keep failing, keep failing, and eventually the mind goes to that place of, well, <laughs> it's hopeless. You can't do it. Some of that was that I was doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So some of that was just my own pain, my own beliefs and ideas that were all in my way, all along the way. I had littered my own path with all kinds of stuff, all kinds of obstacles. And so every time I tried to do the same thing over again, I'd get the same result. I couldn't get there from there. So the solutions were all way outside of my comfort zone. But for a long time, I didn't have enough power to be able to change that, right? So the powerlessness would keep me stuck. So I really did feel like I was in a cage, right? Now, the cage was never locked. That was my own perception. But I felt like I was stuck, right? Like I was in a cage and couldn't move. And that was the powerlessness. Like I'm not even strong enough to open an unlocked door, right? That was that sense of powerlessness that I had. So in order to deal with the hopelessness, I first had to take my power back because I had to realize I had plenty of power to push open an open door. And then I had to understand that it was okay to get outside my comfort zone. So all those little leaps and cold pools that I've been in over the last while were necessary for me to be able to do the next thing. So then I had to realize that I was okay, that it was fine, right? I had to realize that all the obstacles and stuff that I'd put in my path were mostly just crazy beliefs and ideas that I had. It was janky thinking, it was crazy energy, it was all the things, right? All the obstacles and stuff that I had in my way, all that stuff was mine. I cleared it all up, right? Okay, but the hopelessness stayed intact. Why? Because the external didn't change dramatically. The hopelessness stays intact because even though I was doing something differently, it still wasn't changing. So why wasn't it changing? Because I was still hanging on to that energy of hopelessness. Right. So I'm going to go against every biz book out there. Because what I'm going to tell you 
is that your ability to be successful in business has far more to do with your energy and your thinking than it does with whether or not you followed that marketing strategy perfectly. Right? I wouldn't allow myself to have what I wanted until I knew I could handle it. So I kept creating obstacles for myself all along the way. I wouldn't allow myself to have what I wanted until I actually got to a place where I could do what I wanted. I can remember, even in my computer business, years ago, and that feels like a whole other lifetime now, but I can remember that and, and many times over the years saying, I know I want to teach somebody something, but I don't know what or to whom. And I would continue to teach things that were in my comfort zone. So if I was teaching computers and teaching computer skills to people, that was something that was widely accepted it was okay. There was nothing wrong with it. Nobody would judge that. It was fine. If I was a trainer in, in, a, in, in a corporate environment, call centers, whatever I was doing, that was okay. I, that was accepted. But to do this, I remember coming out originally as a, as a, as a psychic, as a medium and a tarot reader. And I, I remember just doing that online and going, this isn't widely accepted. People think you're crazy. In my head, it wasn't in my comfort zone. It, it wasn't it wasn't comfortable to me to show up in that way because it's not widely accepted as being something normal yet and the truth is is everybody has intuition everybody is actually a medium <laughs> Most people just don't turn it on. Most people just don't access those skills. They all have them, but we get conditioned that we do not have access to the spirit world from our human form. And that's not true, but that belief that we get taught and we get, we get conditioned into makes us think that we don't have that access, even though we do. So anybody can do this. It's just a matter of opening up to it. It's got nothing to do with somebody special, right? It's, not, it's got nothing to do with me being special and you're not. That, that's not it. You have access to it. You just don't open up to it enough. And you don't pay attention when you do get it. Because I promise you, your intuition is in there. And it does get a word in edgewise sometimes. But your brain discounts it. Because it doesn't come from you directly. Right. 
So the idea that only certain people are psychic mediums or that they are making it up is just a story that we like to tell because it helps to explain reality better. Whether or not it's true, doesn't matter. Right? So I put obstacles in my path as a psychic because showing up in the business world is that. I can remember as a computer trainer going to different networking events and every once in a while there would be a medium in the crowd, in the, in the group there would be a medium or two and you could just see that people were judging right they were like this one's weird <laughs> right you, you could see what they were thinking right because it was filled with a lot of doctors and lawyers and accountants and right so you, you could see what what people were were thinking and and in some ways I used to feel bad for them, right? I, I wasn't judging them. I thought what they were doing was cool. I couldn't do it yet. But I thought that what they were doing was cool. But I felt bad for them going to those networking events. Because they were trying to take those gifts and stuff them into the box of the practical world. And the practical world wasn't overly accepting. Of those gifts. Then when I came out, I had to decide, I, I stopped trying to fit into the box pretty quickly and most of that was just out of fear. I was afraid that if I tried to put myself into the box that I would have that same judgy experience that those other ones had had and I didn't want to do that to myself. So I was like, I'm just going to keep it online and I'm not going to say anything to anybody. There is a lot of janky energy there, right? But slowly, slowly, you start coming out, you start telling people what you do, right? Right? And I've, over time now, as I've, the message has changed, and it's evolved really, right? Because it started from just energy. Those of you that have been around me for a long time, I started off talking about just energy, planets, stars, right? That kind of stuff. And then, <laughs> right? And then, and then the message started to change because it was, it became about understanding our relationship with the world around us and how we fit into that and how to become aware of that relationship with the world around us so that we can actively change it in a way that allows us to be okay. But our relationship with the world around us is always based on all this pain because of all the trauma all of us have experienced over the years. It's all based on pain. And so that means that every time we go to do something in our world, every time we have an experience in our world, there's this pain all over the place. Right? And then we're all locked up in our little boxes and comfort zones and we all have all this hopelessness and reasons why not and all the things going on and we can't, all of us get stuck, we're, we're trapped. 
we start to feel trapped in those spaces because how do you move from there? Right. So I had to decide to break the hopelessness, but I couldn't do it until after I had done a whole bunch of work and taken my power back, because if I didn't take my power back, I would have continued to put a bunch of obstacles in my way as reasons why not. I would have given myself a whole bunch of reasons why I couldn't get by those obstacles, and that would have perpetuated the hopelessness. But now I allow awareness, I'm less likely to throw crap in my path, and so now I can do that. I can remove the hopelessness because I did all the other things first. For some of you, hopelessness isn't necessarily attached to failure. The continued failure, repeat, repeated failure. Hopelessness isn't necessarily attached to that. Hopelessness is attached to powerlessness for some of you. Hopelessness is, is attached to this feeling of I'm stuck, I'm trapped, and I can't move. In order to get rid of the hopelessness, you have to take your power back. You have to decide that you're strong enough to step outside the box. You have to decide you're strong enough to jump in the coal pool. you got to decide that you can do that. And the minute you decide that you can jump in the coal pool is the minute it stops being hopeless. Because now you can just get in the pool. So the hopelessness for a lot of you is just attached to this belief that you're stuck. But that's just a story that you make up. That's all the reasons why not. And believe me, I can come up with a million of those. And so can you. But is that helpful? No. So why are you doing it? <laughs> why do you continue to make yourself powerless? To keep yourself stuck? The hopelessness and the fear, right? So then we make it about other people. Well, that's even better, right? Because we can't control other people. So now, well, so-and-so won't like it. So that means I can't. And that means it's completely hopeless because I don't have control over this other person. Really? Okay, so you don't have control over the other person. Cool. You know this. So then you take them and like a mannequin, you stick them in your path. And you say, I can't get by you. Really? Why? The other person liking what you're doing is not a prerequisite for you to do it. You are going to have to be willing to have the difficult conversation in order to move forward. I've had a few of those. Because in order for me to move, I also had to clear the mannequins out of my path. I, had, I too had put people in my way. So I had to clear that. It didn't mean I evicted the people from my life necessarily. It just meant I said, excuse me, I'm coming through. 
I reconfigured the boundaries in those relationships and I allowed myself to move forward. So the people that are in your path are stopping you because they're afraid of what happens if you do that thing. And you just need to decide that you're willing to have the difficult conversation that it's going to take to move them out of your way so you can move forward. These ideas are simple, aren't they? But they're actually really hard to do. They're not easy. Conversations aren't easy. The choices aren't easy. The choice to try to find hope in what I've been doing and what I am doing, even as I, I record this podcast and do all the things, the choice to find hope in that was actually really hard this weekend. That was a lot. That was one of the harder things that I've done in recent memory, even with the tears and the other stuff that have come up over the last few weeks. I was able to move through those pretty quickly. This one kept me like, what the hey-ho is going on? And what it was, was it was trusting the unknown. It was trusting what I couldn't see. I was protecting myself from failure, which is ironic and fascinating. Protecting myself from failure. Well, I'll fail anyway. <laughs> Even if I don't protect myself, I'm still going to fail. So, okay. Let's see if I can change that. Right? So there was a nice little loop there. I was protecting myself from the thing that I was guaranteeing would happen if I didn't have the hope. There's so much, so many little loops, so many janky little things that show up in there. And the only difference now is that I'm willing to sit in that to figure it out. That's it. The only difference now is that I'm willing to play in that space to figure that stuff out, to get by it, to move along, to keep going. I'm not willing to stay there anymore. It's not really a choice of whether I'm going to do the thing or not anymore. It's just a matter of how long it takes me to get there. And this one took a couple days. It wasn't instant. Right? So what I'm doing these days is actually a couple of things, right? So I'm, I'm showing up, I'm, I'm putting my, my, my mug on the screen, right? I'm showing up pictures and stuff. I did that last, that was last week's challenge, right? And now this week, I'm offering right? and doing other things. And that stuff is part of this new challenge of this hopelessness idea. Right? But it's constant awareness for me. It's constant awareness, right? I couldn't deal with the hopelessness until I had done a whole bunch of other things. That's how ingrained the hopelessness was. 
And for a lot of you, it won't be that deep. <laughs> for a lot of you, it's both basically just tied to fear and stories about problems. And so you'll release it much more easily. But for me, the hopelessness is tied to the repetitiveness of the cycle that I've been in for like 30 years. <laughs> that's, that's what the hopelessness is attached to. And so because of that, it's pretty ingrained. And it's just taken me a while to be able to get out of it. And it took me a while to understand how to how to actually be hopeful and what that even looked like or how to even do it. So I'm excited to take you on my journey with me this week. Watch for blogs as things come up. I'll be talking. Thank you so much for listening, gang. If you wouldn't mind, please like, share, and subscribe, especially if you enjoyed this. And it really doesn't matter what platform you are on. They are all wonderful. Thank you so much. Have an amazing week. Stay out of trouble. I will probably be back here on Thursday. This has been Della with Spirituality Unpacked. Have an amazing week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. You have just been listening to Spirituality Unpacked with Della Ren. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and don't miss new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Talk to you then.